Clark on the mic. Yes, I'm doing what I do, representing for the ladies. But he's speaking for the group. Back and forth with the banter, banter, banter. You got questions, we got answers, answers, answers. Every week we bringing you the entertainment and the news. Welcome to our podcast for the ladies and the goons. Ladies, goons, ladies, goons, ladies, goons, ladies, goons. Hello, 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 everyone. Yeah. And welcome back to episode 17 of the Ladies and Goons podcast. 17, that's a great number. Yes, it is. It is our last podcast for this year. And... Then we start this year? Correct. So we did 17 for the year. We did. Okay. We'll do more next year. But this is episode 17, and we are going to talk a little bit about... Knowledge, God. Our favorite movies and TV shows and things like that for the year. We started off our podcast talking about the movies to come and things of that nature, so it kind of comes back full circle. Um, But I also wanted to take a little bit of time to say things that I'm thankful for for this year. I'm thankful for Buck the President, my better half, keeping me grounded and pushing me always to be better. I'm thankful for family, um, my career, my doggy, and I'm thankful that I got through the pandemic without getting COVID and also that I just got through it and it wasn't really a bad time for me. So, um, Barring one horrible event, but that was last year, so we're not gonna talk about that. What about you, Mr. President? Anything that you're happy about? Well, you know, Ro, I wake up every day extremely appreciative of the love that you have given me in our relationship. I'm also appreciative of the fact that most of the people in my life seem to be moving in a positive direction. Um, I'm appreciative of my way of thinking and my ability to think. The most I thank every day for those things. And life just seems to be good. There's been some tough patches of, I've heard reported, but I haven't really personally felt them and I empathize. And, you know, yeah, that's it. I'm just appreciative all around, grateful. I second that. Um, Yeah, so life's good. And um, happy thoughts to anyone who is going through it right now. I know it's the holiday season for most people. And um, so happy thoughts to you all. Um, But yeah, it's been a good year. It's been an interesting year. We started our podcast this year, so that's awesome. Um, I started a bunch of other businesses. I know Buck has worked on so much music and put some music out. And um, it's been a really good year so far, and I know that next year will be even better and even greater, so excited and happy about that. So this episode, we're going to start off with some things that Buck the President came up with. I can't take credit for this episode at all, so I'm just going to say that out there first as he looks at me with the side eye. Um, We're going to start off with our favorite movies of the year. So, Mr. President, go ahead. 
favorite movies of the year. Yeah. Some movies I found interesting. Yes. Uh, no, in no particular order. Same here. No particular order. Um, Emancipation. Emancipation. I enjoyed that movie. I didn't have that on my list, but that was a really good movie. That was with Will Smith. Correct. And it was about it was it was written surrounding that famous picture that was taken of the infamous picture. Yes. Of a slave with the whip marks on his back. Yes. The um I believe whipping Pete or whipping Peter was the name. Hmm. Of the the image itself, and also um, the slave's name, I believe, was Peter, former former enslaved person. I mean, um, yeah, that was a really that was a powerful movie, um, and the direction that they decided to go with it. Because sometimes you watch these movies, and it's like um, any of the enslaved people are like weak and just not not fighting for themselves, not standing up, and it's just feeling bad for them the entire time. And while this was very sad and and a lot of horrific events happened, um, as we know, it was there was something empowering about it as well. So Yeah, there was that empowerment that I appreciated. Okay. Should I go next? Sure. All right, mine is not in any particular order either. Well, mine is in an order. My order, The order is from, I think it was, as I was looking up the movies, it was in order of release. So, and I know myself and Buck will overlap in a lot of different movies, so I'm just going to go from the top of mine. So piggybacking off of his, this will sound like not that great of a movie, but my movie that I chose was Scream, starring... Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, um, Courtney Cox came back, David Arquette, Neff Campbell, and it is the direct sequel to Scream 4. Um, it was also um, the, f- the first film of the series that was following the death of Wes Craven in 2015, and the film is dedicated to him um, at the beginning of the closing credits. So... Um, it was good. I think it had, it was like the, the plot was not just a straightforward, you know that this is the this is what's happening. There were some twists and turns, and even if you thought you knew who the person was, and some of us did guess at the beginning, but still. Um, the plot is set 25 years after Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker, um, the killing spree in Woodsboro. And then it has like a high school student named Tara Carpenter, uh, who's home alone when she's attacked by Ghostface, which is the newer version of this whole Scream thing. I won't say much more because, you know, uh, in case you all are going to see it, but it was it was really good. I liked it. What did you think about it? Did you like it? No. It was all right. It was all right. It didn't make my list of the best movies of the year. <laughs> my we were doing like a versus, then I went through like Texas Chainsaw Massacre at you. That's on my that's list on too. My list. Hey, that's on my list too. But go to your next list. Go next on the list. Go ahead. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, that's on my list. Go ahead. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is why I don't want to give away any of the uh, any of the movies that I'm talking about. Okay, well I'll talk about it a little bit, but I won't give away um, anything. 
Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the ninth installment of the franchise, and it is set several decades after the original film. Um, the story focuses on the serial killer Leatherface, of course, targeting a group of young adults and coming into conflict with a vengeful survivor um, of his previous murders. So it stars Sarah Yarkin, Elise Fisher, Mark Burnham, um, Jacob, Jacob Lattimore, of course, a number of other people, but we'll stop it right there. But that's pretty much it. So it's like the other ones, but um, slightly different and very gory and action-packed. Jacob Lattimore resume is getting kind of crazy as catalog. There's certain actors that you could just like, when I'm looking for something to watch, there's certain actors where you could just search what they've done. And yeah. You find some interesting movies. Yeah. He's he's, his his range is, is crazy too because it's not he's not he could easily be a typecast and he's not so that's really good I agree my um my next film mine are gonna sound weird and weak coming off of bucks but it's okay because I'm I'm you know I'm secure yeah, yeah. in my in my selections also okay I'm not copying please but I'm really <laughs> I'm really bad at remembering like the names of movies and stuff. So as I was going through the list of all of the movies that were released, like the first time I went through it was like, oh, I remember this title. And I researched it a little bit further. Some of them I didn't remember the titles at all. And so I like skipped over it. So there, there are probably a lot more in here that, you it know. It sounds like it, the way you're reading it, the way you like giving the sum- summarization. Yes, I'm giving you, I'm letting you understand what the movie is about just a little bit. And I really did do some research and make sure that I took out everything that would be giving away the the plot 100%. So, anyway. So, that was yours, so mine's next. Okay, you're going to laugh at this one probably, but I liked Dog. The film starred Channing Tatum as an army ranger who is tasked with escorting a military dog of his fallen friend to his funeral. The dog is crazy, not really, but kind of has PTSD. And I liked it a lot, and it was heartwarming for me. What did you think of it? I wasn't really feeling that. That's <laughs> not my style. I know, but I really liked it. It made me it made me cry. It let me tear up a little bit. Um, especially, I'm always like that when there's an animal in the, in the movie and like the animal's like, really misunderstood or like sweet <laughs> so I'm laughing it's true the, the dog was misunderstood. misunderstood he went through a lot and but he was still like you know he was still like he, he held it down I liked him whatever alright what's your next on your list everything everywhere all at once Ooh, that's on my list as well yeah, yes yes it was great in the thinking of inter, interdimensional it was amazing. Connection. It was amazing. Nothing that I had expected. And like and I really liked every aspect of it. So, um, like he said, everything everywhere all at once is an American absurdist comedy drama film. It's written and directed by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, collectively known as the Daniels. Um, they produced it with Anthony and Joe Russo and the plot. So this one I tried very much to not give away anything that was going on. But also it would be difficult to do so because the the movie was all over the place and amazing. But the plot centers on a Chinese-American immigrant played by Michelle Yeoh 
who, while being audited by the IRS, discovers that she must connect with a parallel universe version of herself to prevent a powerful being from destroying the multiverse. It is starring Stephanie Hsu, or Hsu, I'm sorry, I'm not sure. H-S-U, I should know how to pronounce that. I don't want to mess up these names, but... Um, Word of Maud, you better get it right. Kihu Kwan, Jenny Slate, Harry Shum Jr., James Hong, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, so it's it's really... Even from what I just read, it may not sound really exciting, but it is really exciting. There's twists and turns you would not believe or like anticipate, and um, it was really, really a really strong film. All right, I like that choice. I just want to go on the record to say that was on my list as well. Um, the next one, the next one I have listed here is Deep Water. The film stars Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas with Tracy Letts, Lil Rel Howery. Oh, um, that came out last year. It, oh, did come out, it did come out this year. So um, it shows Melinda and Vic Van Allen. They live with their young daughter Trixie in Little Wesley, Louisiana. And he retired early after developing guidance chips for combat drones. Whatever. He's rich. Um, and... They're held together by a precarious arrangement. So they sleep apart, and Melinda takes lovers openly, even in the family <laughs> home. Uh, he And he finds solace in raising his large collection of snails. It sounds weird, but it is, and it is weird and odd, but it's a really good film. So their open marriage is no secret to their concerned friends, and he grows increasingly jealous. Uh, while Melinda laments his lack of passion. There's a lot that goes into this, and it's it's interesting, and it's, um, yeah, it's one of those, where if you watch it with your significant other, you might be punching people a little bit, nudging somebody, making noises, like, whatever. But it was really good. I liked it. What'd you think of it? Yeah, I liked the movie. That was a good movie. I forgot about that one. Hey, I got, I got one. Yeah. All right, your turn. Um, bullet Train. Woo! He's going for the jugular. Bullet Train is a good movie. It was about, uh, I like the movies that connect with, like, various people, like, who seemingly have no connection. Yeah. On a train ride. Yeah. Is that, like, an action movie? Action suspense thriller or something like that? It's an action comedy film. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was comedy. It was, it was comedy. pretty funny. Um... And usually, if something is an action comedy, it's more on the comedy side, less on the action. This was well, this was equal, and it was it was really good. And the comedy wasn't as much slapstick as it was just funny things happen at weird moments. But I thought it was really good. Um, it's starring Brad Pitt as a hitman who must battle killers while riding a bullet train. Yuichi Kimura boards a bullet train in Tokyo in search of a person who pushed his young son. Wataru off a roof, hospitalizing him. On the same train is a thief who is replacing a sick co-worker. Um, so there's a... I don't want to go too much into it because it's going to give you a lot of different things, but regardless, it's great. Um, Brad Pitt is on this plane, on this train and he's not supposed to... He wasn't originally supposed to be on this train. Um, and he's filling in for a co-worker and all types of craziness ensues. Um, yeah. 
it's pretty great so yeah I think that's all I have to say about that I forget um I know uh what's this I don't remember his name he's in Atlanta do you remember his name no I don't know his name I don't remember his name but he's Paperboy in Atlanta I remember that um and he tends to take on roles sometimes with British accents so I thought that he was British but he's not he just does those accents um but anyway it was a really really good movie so I would say definitely check it out you will not be disappointed all right, the next one on my list is Alice. Alice is a 2022 American crime thriller thriller film written and directed by Kristen Van Linden. <clears throat> In her directorial debut, film stars Kiki Palmer, Johnny Lee Miller, Common, Gayus Charles, and Alicia Witt. Gayus Charles. <laughs> That's what you just said. I said Gayus. G-A-G-A-I-U-S Gayus Charles and Alicia Witt so Alice is an enslaved person in the 19th century plantation in Georgia owned by Paul Bennett attempting to escape she runs through a vast forest and emerges on a Georgia highway in 1973 she meets Frank a truck driver who helps her adjust to the truth of the time period um, and that she has been misled her whole life so that's kind of the setup for it. A lot of other things happen. It's a really good film, or I really liked it a lot. And it seemed, there seems to be a, a lot of films recently that talk about enslaved people, but in the current times, and leads me to think that, you know, it's not too far off that that could be actually happening, because how would you know if you were kept, you know, in the dark? But it was a very good film, I think. What do you think, Buck? Yeah, that was a good movie. It did remind me of the one. It didn't make my list, but it did remind me of the movie with um, Janelle Monet. Yes. I like the Janelle Monet movie a little better. That's the only reason I didn't put that one on my list. The Janelle Monet one is on your list? No, no. I don't even, I'm trying to find out when the Janelle Monet one came out, really. I feel like Antebellum, it, that was 2020. It was 2020? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That was awesome. That was a, There was another thing that was similar to it, too. Was it? kindred or nanny something one of those things but anyway seems to be a trend but all right what's your next one it's very possible stuff like that could be going on right yeah that's what i was saying find out they were free and they just been held hostage in these little secluded areas it's happened in the past and if you're not privy to you don't have internet you don't have access to all those things if you were enslaved or if you were locked up in any kind of way you wouldn't know what was going on so it would be very easy to do so and if no one was checking for it, that and checking in on you um yeah that could happen hmm. speaking of locked away barbarian is <gasps> barbarian that was a that was a really good that was a really good movie that too. was like a horror comedy or not really comedy but it's funny always <laughs> tend to have funny have comedy in them regardless yeah um, so Barbarian is a horror film <clears throat> written and directed by Zach Krager. Um, yeah, film stars Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long. And coming into town for a job interview, Tess Marshall books a remote house in the rundown 
Brightmoor neighborhood of Detroit. Upon arriving at the house, she finds out that the place has been double booked and is already occupied by a young man named Keith Toshka. Initially unnerved by Keith, she warms up to him and decides to stay the night. Next morning, he leaves for the day and she goes to her interview and she starts to get all these different things from people telling her that she shouldn't be in that area, the neighborhood, whatever. Um, and it goes from there and it is insane, but a really good film. Justin Long is another one of those people. If you like, check out his his catalog. Yeah, he has, he has a, some interesting. It's strong and a wide range of things. So yeah, I agree. All right. Well, the next one on my list is Ambulance. Ambulance is a 2022 American action thriller film directed by and produced by Michael Bay. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaha Abdul-Mateen II, and Isa Gonzalez. Um, and it follows two adopted siblings. Is his name Yaha or Yaya? Um, it's Y-A-H-Y-A. So I'll say Yaya. It could be Yaya. That's the guy from um, um, the, the Get Down, right? Yeah, yeah. And The Matrix, The I Last believe, Matrix that yeah. came out. So it follows two adoptive siblings, turned bank robbers who hijack an ambulance and take two first responders hostage. And it goes from there, but it's a lot deeper than that. But um, it's pretty good. So I would say check it out. All right. What's next on your list? Um, vengeance. Vengeance. Do I even have that on my list? Uh, I don't. So go ahead and get a rundown on what that's about. Well, Vengeance was a very interesting movie. As I forget. I don't like to give, like, real, like, analysis of the movie. Is it? That was with, um... But it's about a uh, podcast. A man decides to do a podcast. Oh. And it's a podcast. He investigates the story of uh, a young lady who was found dead from, I believe, a drug overdose. So he takes a trip out to, I think it was like Texas somewhere or something like that. Um. It had, um, the only person I could remember that was, has notoriety in that is, uh, what's the guy's name? Ashton Kutcher. He was in that? Yeah, he was the, um, he was the record producer. Oh, man. Yeah, I forgot that. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, my next movie is Choose or Die, formerly titled Cursor. It's actually a British horror th thriller film directed by Toby Makins. Um, and it stars... Lola Evans, Asa Butterfield, Robert Englund, Eddie Marson. Um, and so it has, there's a man named Hal. Uh, he has a dysfunctional family who, he's a collector of retro video games, receives a copy of the interactive, interactive fiction computer game called Cursor, and he installs the game and starts to play, expecting it to be nothing more than a classic 1980s text-based adventure game. However, 
When the objects around him begin to interact with the game, he realizes it's something more and his family is harmed as a result. So it's one of those things. It's pretty cool, but you have to like choose certain things and then it's like really bad things that you have to choose. So it's like choose or die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess they give it away kind of in the, but you have to play it like you can't not play it it forces you to do so until you pass it on to the next person for them to like play and they just have to so it's like it'll tell you to do the most horrific things and if you don't do that then something worse happens and it keeps going um, but it was pretty interesting and a little different so I liked it a lot hmm. yeah it was a good movie back to you sir uh Nope. Yeah. Nope was a good movie. It was. It's on my list as well. Um, it's about an alien. <laughs> it's about <laughs> an alien. Um, That's pretty much. It's classified as a neo-Western science fiction horror film. A what? Neo-Western science fiction horror film. Directed, written, what and... What is Western about it? The setting? I guess they were cowboys and girls, maybe. They wore a lot of cowboy hats. I know that. Um, and it was in it was in Texas, right? I don't know where it was. Somewhere where there's a lot of dirt and horses. Didn't we see? Didn't they have a section? Maybe it was a different movie where they had like the flags of Texas or something. That was Vengeance. That's where that was. Oh man. Okay, I'm jumping around. But anyway, um, it was directed, written, and co-produced by Jordan Peele under his Monkey Paw Productions banner. Um, it stars Daniel Kaluva and Kiki Palmer. Love them. Um, as horse-wrangling siblings attempting to capture evidence of an unidentified flying object. So appearing in supporting roles are Stephen Yuen, Michael Wincott, Brandon Perea, and Keith David. Um... So, yeah, I'm not going to say too much. I have a long write-up about it, but I feel like if I read all of the things that are here, it gives away too much. But there's a UFO involved. They are siblings. Um, they are horse wranglers. They have they own a company. It's their family business. And a lot of crazy things happen, and they say nope a lot. I don't think Jordan Peele gets enough credit because I see why he advertises the movies, how the trailers are, how they are. Yeah. Because the greatest part of a lot of his movies is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yep. Then after you spend the time to figure out what's going on, it doesn't really seem that crazy. Yeah. But the idea is like completely original. Yeah. So without somebody telling you what's going on in the movie ahead of time, it'll take you a while to figure it out. Yeah. I think every one of his movies you have to watch more than one time. Right. And I think that's a really great movie to like. Because there's a lot of movies that are amazing, and you watch it once, and you're like, okay, you remember everything, you're good. But this one makes you, all of his movies make you think. And then you think you know everything, and you might read something about it and be like, oh, wait, I didn't see that. You have to go back. But you really do, like, it's initially watching it, and then going back and, and digging, like, picking it apart and, and, and getting a lot of little gems. And he, he always has little gems hidden somewhere. There's another little side story that's written into the movie as well. Every time. the main story. Yeah. Every time. So. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. Um, the next one I have. It's a slapstick comedy. It's, you know, whatever. But I enjoyed it. So I put it on my list. And that is Senior Year. It's a comedy film directed by Alex Hardcastle. Um, 
and it is starring Rebel Wilson, who also um, who is also a producer. So she produced on the film. Uh, she stars as a 37-year-old woman who awakens from a 20-year coma and decides to go back to high school to earn her diploma. <laughs> and it's just one of those things you can watch and laugh and be like, whatever, and you don't really have to pay attention. There's not much thought that needs to be put into it, but I enjoy it. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Did you like that film or no? I don't really like that movie. Too tough. It doesn't seem like your cup of tea. It's all right. All right. Well, who's next on your list? Well, there's two movies. South Park, The Streaming Wars. Hmm. Part one and two. Okay. The Streaming Wars. It's like a double entendre. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Don't want to ruin it either, but definitely check it out. It's, it's, it's really good. I mean, it's typical South Park at some aspects and then the other parts are like it, you just have to think really deeply about it and you know so you I don't really have to think deeply about it you, you don't have to take to, it but at face should. value and it's funny but if you really like if you decide to think deeply about it you can get some other little pointers in there you can there are always some gems alright my next movie is I really liked this movie, Jerry and Marge Go Large. Um, it's a comedy film, comedy drama film, directed by David Frankel and written by Brad Copeland. And it is based on a true story. So it was based on Jason Fagoni's 2018 Huffington Post article of the same name. Um, and it stars Brian Cranston love him and Annette Benning, and they're a married couple and they live in Michigan and Jerry retires after working 42 years as a production line manager and one day Jerry figures out a loophole to repeatedly win the windfall lottery in Michigan and then in Massachusetts so he purchases a certain amount and he starts to win and the more that he purchases the more he wins and um it's based on a true story, so you know if you do any kind of research, I'm not really giving anything away. But it's actually really well written and um, acted, and it is very interesting and heartwarming. And um, there are a lot of there are a lot of things in there. A lot of you know, there's ageism, and then there's all there's a lot of different things going on. But it's a really good movie. I liked it a lot. What did you think about it? That was a good, uh, good movie. Yeah, I liked it. It was good, it was good. All right, what's your next movie? Um, See How They Run. All right. Yes. See How They Run is like a, a whodunit film. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. is a comedy mystery film directed by Tom George and written by Mark Chappell. Um, and it stars Sam Rockwell. Um... Adrian Brody, Ruth Ruth Wilson, Reese Shearsmith, Harrison Dickinson, David Avello, um, and there's another name that I can't really pronounce, so I'm not going to say it, but it is, there's a lot of people in this film, and it is set in 1953 London. Agatha Christie's play The Mousetrap celebrates its 100th performance, and sleazy American director Leo Kopernik has been hired by the producer John Wolfe to allow him to direct the film adaptation. So 
after Kopenick's drunken behavior towards female lead leads to a fist fight with her husband and co-star. It becomes a whole thing backstage. Someone is killed, pretty much. We start off the movie, someone is killed. And it's one of those, you're trying to figure out who it is, who's the killer, blah, blah, blah. But it is just not a regular, your regular everyday version of this. It's a, it's a really good film. So see how they run. Liked that a lot. All right, so my movie pick is They Slash Them. Mm. 2022 American slasher film written and directed by John Logan um, in his directorial debut. And it stars Theo Germain, Carrie Preston, Anna Klumski, Austin Crute. There's a bunch of different names. I'm trying to look Kevin through all Bacon. of them. See if there are any. Kevin Bacon is the last name listed here. But yeah, there's a lot of people. And it follows a group of LGBTQ plus uh, teens and a masked killer at a conversion camp. So they're all sent to this camp um, to fix what society thinks is wrong with them. And then there's a masked killer. And it's um, it's really interesting, actually. Uh, I think it's well written and well acted. Uh, what did you think? I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it was different. It didn't funny. make my list because it wasn't the best Kevin Bacon year of the year for, movie of the year for me. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. All right. Well, I it's think, your uh, it's your turn now. So what do you got? Yeah, Black Phone. I enjoyed that movie a little bit more. Black Phone. I forget black what phone. that is about. Can you remind me? Uh, the Black Phone is about a black phone. Is it? Yeah. And the phone happens to be black. Yes, definitely. Black. Ooh, and who's in it? Kevin Bacon. And anyone mm. else? Nobody else I can remember. Nobody else. But what's the? I don't. I'm re- bad with names. I truly don't remember the plot. So there's a black phone. Yeah, there's a black phone. There's a, a string of kidnapped and murdered young boys, and mm. one of the boys is kidnapped, and a black phone assists him in finding his way out and defeating the murderer. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, that was a good film. Interesting. So everyone go out and watch it. Yeah. Kevin Bacon, Black Phone. All right. I think I gave away a little too much. I don't think you did. Either you're going to take my word for it and watch it or you're not. (laughs) I don't think you gave away too much. I know I've seen it and I'm still like, "Mm, I got to remember. So I don't think you did. All right, my next film is Day Shift. It's a supernatural action comedy film starring Jamie Foxx as a blue-collar father whose pool-cleaning job is a front for his work as a vampire hunter. Um, Directed by J.J. Perry, and Dave Franco is in this film. Megan Good is in this film. Um, Snoop Dogg, and it's pretty funny and i mean it's 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 moderately funny it's funny but it's um <laughs> it moderate but it's um but it has some action and there's a plot there and it's it's pretty good i liked it a lot so did you like it i enjoyed that movie it was enjoyable it wasn't like anything to be like oh my gosh i have to watch it over and over but it was enjoyable and you know i love um movies that have multiple stars and I guess anyone that's in a movie would be considered a star, but who I consider, like, people that I remember from other things. Um, so, yeah. All right, what's your next thing? Uh, the Man from Toronto. Oh, man, that didn't make my list because I forgot, but that was a really good movie. 
Yeah, that was. Uh, what is that categorized as? It's definitely a comedy. Yeah, Maybe a little action. It's a comedy too. action, probably suspense. Mm-hmm. Is starring Woody Harrelson, Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart, and it, it's just really funny. There's a mix <laughs> up. There's a mix up with identities and and craziness ensues, but it is hilarious. It really is um, from all fronts. So that's a good one to watch. All right. My next movie is Emily the Criminal, 2022 American crime thriller film written and directed by John Patton Ford. Um, This is his feature film debut, and it stars Aubrey Plaza, Theo Rossi. I'm not going to be able to say this name, so I'm going to stop right there. And Emily lives in Los Angeles and is deeply in debt. She struggles to pay off her student loans, largely because of a felony conviction that prevents her from obtaining a well-paying job. So she delivers food. And then one day, her co-worker connects her with a dummy shopper service that uh, promises to make $200 in one hour. And her life just kind of gets even crazier from that point forward. But I really enjoyed it. It was it was good. And yeah. I mean, somewhat of a happy ending, so I'm a sucker for that. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. She's in a lot of films now. Aubrey Plaza? Yeah, she's doing her thing. She's yeah. in a lot of films and she's in she's in uh, a lot of T V series that are really cool. So mm-hmm. I don't know. She may play similar characters in everything though, so I gotta figured that out her face just the way she looks just just like that's you just imagine her in those roles and that's it but. all the time right uh-huh. i saw a couple of other films that she was in where she didn't play that kind of character though. yeah older ones like uh like when she was younger Nah, not even that long ago maybe like two years ago okay was that ingrid moves to los angeles or something like that oh yeah hmm that's true. I enjoy her acting though, so um we had we just watched another movie recently with her. Is that that that's not the same movie. Um what? where it was like weird. It might be on your list, so I don't want to say, but do you have another uh, one I of her movies? You're talking about the Black Bear. Black Bear, yes. Is that on your list? No, I don't even know did that come out this year. I think it did. That movie confused me very much. I was very confused. So if any of our listeners out there saw that movie and understand it can you like send us some some insight because i tried to research it and I'm, I'm still confused um i enjoyed it like at parts but i don't like when there's not a resolution in my mind in movies happy yeah, ending would be best for me but i don't like when i don't understand it so all right oh um glass onion Ooh yay that's on my list as well a Knives Out mystery. Yeah. That is a mystery. That was amazing. Every time you thought you just knew what it was, and it was like, oh, what? And the twists and turns kept coming, and that was really good. Really well written. Written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Um, produced by the same person, and Ram Bergman. It's the sequel to the 2019 Knives Out with Daniel Craig reprising his role as master detective Benoit Blanc as he takes on a new case revolving around a tech billionaire and his old friends. And the ensemble cast includes Edward Norton, Janelle Monae, love her, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., 
Jessica Henwick, Madeline Klein, Kate Hudson, and Dave Bautista, the wrestler. It was really good. And an ensemble cast, that's what it's called? Yes. Those are the type of movies I like. Yeah. Ensemble cast. Now I know what it is. Yes. Um, all right. That was yours. My next film is Orphan First Kill. Psychological horror thriller slasher film that serves as the prequel to the 2009 film Orphan. It stars Isabel Furman reprising her role from the previous film with Julia Stiles, Rosif Sutherland, um, Hiro Kanagawa, let me see, Kanagawa, and uh, Matthew Finland also starring. Um, So it shows that on January 26th, Estonian psychiatric psychiatric patient Lena Klammer, 31-year-old woman with a rare hormonal disorder called hypopituitarism that gives her the appearance of a nine-year-old child. I beg to differ. Maybe she had the stature of that, but she looked kind of old in the face. But anyway, she orchestrates she orchestrates an escape from um, the institute where she was um, where she was and breaks into a house um, and kills someone and there's a whole bunch of different things but anyway she ends up with a family and it's craziness and it's crazy to see how she gets with the family and what happens from there there are twists and turns I can't go any further because I will give it away but it was really good I yeah, liked the movie, it that was a good movie that's like one of the best movies you got on the house on my list? Don't do that. I got a lot of the movies you have on the list. Don't yeah, do that. The ones that you start for Don't disrespect. Don't do that. I told you I was going in order as the year progressed. Maybe they just got better at making movies as the year progressed. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have that on my list. And see? Looking like Dion Cole over there writing. <laughs> Looking around. Let me write. Let me, let me alter this a little bit. No, I like that one. I took an unexpected turn early in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What else do you have? I have, uh... Collide. Oh, man, I forgot that one. Yeah, Collide is another good movie. I don't think that counts as an ensemble cast. I mean... uh, A number of intertwining stories... I did say I like that one. It's like people you don't think fit together and then they all have something in common and they wind up interacting some kind of way. I like that. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, a lot. There's like three different storylines at the same time and then they kind of they kind of do collide at one point. Um, but each one of the stories are really interesting and fun and well, fun, funny. Some of them are funny. Some of them are like heartfelt. There's craziness. There's infidelity. There's money. There's a lot of different things going on there. But it is really interesting um, and it is entertaining. So I think everyone should check that out. I'm mad that that wasn't on my list because that was a really good film. All right. I'm going to go the opposite way a little bit. And my next film... <laughs> laughing as I say it. My next film is Honk for Jesus Save Your Soul. (laughs) 2022 American comedy film written and directed and produced by Adama Ibo in her feature directorial debut. Um, 
and it is a feature-length adaptation of her 2018 short film of the same name. It stars Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown, love them, as the first lady and a pastor of a megachurch who attempt to reopen and rebuild their congregation following a major scandal. And it was really funny. I really liked it. Yeah, that was the last movie on my list. Yeah? Yeah, All right, so let me go through a little bit because I think I have a couple more. You named one more honorable mention. All right, go ahead and mention that honor. Amsterdam. Amsterdam? Yeah, Amsterdam was a good movie. They had Christian Bale and... uh, What's his name? John Washington. John David J.D. Washington. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, was a good movie. movie. All it's right. based on a, a true story as well. Loosely, maybe. Loosely based? Okay. Yes, yes. All right, so I have one, two. I have Taylor two. Taylor Swift was also in that movie. For people she was, Taylor and Swift. it was crazy. <laughs> I can't say much about it, but she did that. She acted it very well. Um, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, and not really supposed to be funny, but it was a really good movie. I agree. So I have one, two, three, four movies left on my list, but two of them, well, one of them, one now, you have already uh, mentioned, so I won't mention that, but I'll just go through the last three. Um, so the first one of the three is Luckiest Girl Alive. Mystery thriller film directed by Mark Barker, um, stars Mila Kunis, Finn Whitrock, uh, a list of other people, but I don't know all of them. So 2015, in 2015, 35-year-old Tiffany, who goes by Ani, is a respected New York women's magazine editor, appears to have a picture-perfect life as she prepares to marry her boyfriend, Luke Harrison. She meets with Aaron Wickersom, a documentary director who wants to make a short film about the school shooting she survived as a teenager. He informs her of, that her former classmate, Dion, um, Dean, sorry, Dean Barton, who went, to, went on to become a successful writer and advocate for gun control, has agreed to take part in the film, and she declines, but then she comes around, and it is there's a lot going on in this film, but um, I enjoyed it a lot. And I don't want to give away any anything else, but Mila Kunis is really great in this role. That was an entertaining film. It was an entertaining film. All right, I have two more. So, Nanny. 2022 American horror film written and directed by Nikiatu Jusu. Um, it stars Anna Giap, Michelle Moynihan, Cinqua Walls, Morgan Spector, um, who else? Leslie Uggams, and there's a bunch of people. So, um, so someone named Aisha. Her name is Aisha. She's an undocumented Senegalese immigrant living in New York City, and she's hired as a nanny to care for the daughter of a wealthy Upper East Side couple. She is chasing the American dream. She is hoping to bring her son that she left behind in Senegal to live with her in the United States. And as the story moves forward, she is forced to confront a concealed truth that threatens to shatter her precious American dream. Um, yeah, I like that movie. It was, um, it was kind of sad and there were parts that were like jarring, but I thought it was good. Did you like it? I didn't really like that movie. I wasn't feeling that. I liked it a lot. And then the last one, I don't think you liked either, but it was a true story. Um, and it is The Swimmers. It's a 2022 biographical drama. Um, and it stars real-life sisters, Natalie Issa and Manal Issa. And the plot follows the story 
of teenage Syrian refugees, um, Yusra Martini and her sister Sarah, who swam alongside a sinking dinghy of refugees to lighten it and eventually help the 18 refugees to reach safety across the sea while being smuggled from one place to another. I don't want to say too much more about it, but it was a true story. The only thing I didn't, I can't say that I didn't necessarily like the ending because it happened and it's life, but um, there were parts of it. I think it it could have been done a little bit better, but I did kind of like it. So Yeah, that was interesting. It was interesting. I was kind of not feeling the ending, but like I said, it's life. Um, so going on, so we gave our list of you know movies or whatever. Yeah, the older sister. Yep, for like, I sounds bad to say for good reasons she's in jail for, (laughs) but not good reason like she needs she should be there. She's trying to do good and change the world, and that is not accepted in many places. So. She's currently imprisoned. Um, All right, so I'm going to talk about the top box office movies worldwide and see if any of our things made this list. And actually, I don't think any of the things we liked kind of made this list, but we're going to go... There's some movies we didn't get to see. There are some movies we didn't see. So the, the top box office movie all over the world with a whopping 718 million 732,800 I mean 8,000 whatever there's it's 718 million we'll say that um was Top Gun Maverick released by Paramount we didn't watch that well, we can um the next well there's a big difference between Maverick and the next one but the next one is Black Panther Wakanda Forever 427 million um I still haven't seen that as well. The next one down is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That's four hundred and eleven million. We saw that movie. That we did see it. that. We did see that. I liked it. Um, then there's Jurassic World Dominion from Universal, three hundred and seventy-six million. I didn't see that, but I didn't see Jurassic World. Yeah. We did see Jurassic. World. I didn't see like I I don't really like Jurassic movies. I never saw the other ones. I just don't really like them, but we might have seen it, but I, I guess I didn't pay attention. Um, Minions, Rise of Gru, 369 million. We didn't see that. Yeah. The Batman, 369 million as well. We saw that. We saw that. Yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. We saw that as well. I wasn't feeling that one. I didn't like that one. 343 million. I like the colors. Whoever they did the uh, cinematography on that. Yeah, it it was beautiful. I like that. Avatar The Way of Water. That just came out yesterday. That just came out, but it's at $279 million. Um, It's crazy. A lot of these movies are living off past, like, nostalgia. Absolutely. Um, And then we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Didn't see that. I went there and watched that movie. 190 million it made. And lastly, Black Adam on Warner Brothers. 167 million so far. I wanted to watch that, but then I heard that The Rock Rock was uh Rock was in the under the belief that it would be made a a series or at least a trilogy. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't think they're doing that. So now I don't really want to watch that movie. Hmm. 
Sounds like I wouldn't want to watch it either because if it was supposed to be a trilogy and they stopped after the first one, I have that. I know I'm gonna have that feeling of wait, what's going on next? Well, he is like he is a um, superhero, so it would be easy to make a trilogy. I believe he's under the DC. Yeah. The DC, so it would be easy to make a trilogy, and I don't know why they wouldn't. Okay. Like, I don't know. But I don't it know. It was one of the top grossing movies of the year. It was, and it didn't come out too long ago. 167 and they still million don't so make far. It a trilogy? I don't understand. That's yeah, that's yeah. Something else is going on there. I don't know. Let's move from. Let's Maybe pivot. Maybe his name is Black Adam. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past people. Let's uh, pivot to TV series that we liked. TV series. Hmm. I know you're gonna try to bite off a lot of them on my list. Oh yes, I'll go first. <laughs> One of my favorites so far is a new one that we just saw called Truth Be Told. Okay, starring, Truth Be Told. Starring okay. Octavia Spencer, Lizzie Kaplan, Aaron Paul from Breaking, Breaking Bad, Mackay Pfeiffer, Michael Beach, and more recently, um, Kate Hudson. Hmm. It was really good. I don't want to really give... I mean, I can't really... There's two. There were two seasons already. Um, it's I don't just think re- either one of those seasons came out this year. Um, yes. The second one did. I think it came out in 2021. No. The first one came out in 2021. You made me look it up. That's why I looked it up first, then I put it on my list. So, ew. So, we'll talk about season two then. That's fine. Um, either way, I'm just going to give it a plug. Watch season one and season two. Season three is coming in January. So, watch them. They're good. I think season one was better than season two, but season two was really great. So if you watched season two first, like you wouldn't be, uh, I don't know. If, you, if I watched season two first, I might not have watched season one. That's his opinion, but I think it was really good. So, And it left me hanging, and I want to see if they're going to um, continue or they're just going to make us try to make, make it look like we're stupid and we don't realize that a little girl's missing. Um all right, so you get to do yours. What's one on your list? Uh, one on my list is also one that I've recently watched. It's been out for some time. The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. I'm so mad at him because that's definitely on my list. Yeah. Yeah, starring Samuel Jackson and Dominique Fishback. Um, it's amazing. Dominique Fishback kind of good catalog is getting crazy, too. It is. Love her. She's doing a great job. Um... That was over... I mean, I, I don't even know what to tell you about that. It's it's a great, great, great show. And just watch it, and you'll figure it out. Like, I can't really give you... With the TV shows, it doesn't make sense to, like, give you, like, information too much on it, because you will... Um, you'll kind of figure stuff out. So, anyway, it's really, really, really good. Just watch it. All right. The next one on my list... Um, Buck absolutely hates, but I really liked it, and it was called From Scratch and starring Zoe Saldana, um, and I just really liked it. I think some of the, I think a lot of the ladies out there will like it. Not so much the goons, it's fine, um, but I think you will. It's it's one of the, it's a love story. It is sad. It is it has a, a you go through a lot of emotions through it, a lot of family stuff, and. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. So check it out. What else do you have on yours? Um, Murderville. Ooh. Okay, I don't have that online. Yeah, Murderville is good. It's the whole concept is a great concept. It's like um, 
a murder mystery every episode and there's a guest actor and the guest actor has no idea what's going on like they're not giving it's any kind of script but everybody so else is on script funny the so main detective funny. the mainstay on the show uh the head detective what's his name um I don't, I don't even remember his name Will, but i know jason Will Arnett. Ba- yes uh jason bateman's episode was hilarious and it also had my rudolph. rudolph um um jack skeet. from will and grace i forget his name skeet made a um oh yeah skeet was on there <laughs> it is hilarious to see people Which, these people no, these no people no are good <laughs> pete davidson um yeah it, it was it was that was good i'll give you that one all right my next which i hope is coming back really soon is bel-air so everyone knows that is you know based off of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it's very different and it's amazing and it's there's a lot of drama and it is, I really like the way everything was rewritten and um, starring Jabari Banks and Coco Jones um, and a bunch of other people and it's just amazing. So, Bel-Air, watch it if you haven't watched it. Winning time. Oh man, I forgot. That's about the uh, Showtime Lakers and how they came about with the owner Jack Buss, is it? Yeah. When he originally took over the Lakers, Jerry, was Jerry Buss? Uh, they thought it was a dying franchise. Yeah. That was a good one. Man, I forgot about that. All right. My next one, I talk about it a lot on the show every now and then. It's actually back right now, and that is Southside. That is my show. Um, starring Bashir, my. My dog is running up to me because I said Southside and she heard outside, so she's trying to go, she's trying to go outside, but she's gonna have to wait. Okay. Um, starring Bashir Salah, Salahuddin as Officer Goodnight, his brother Sultan Salahuddin plays Simon, Zuri Salahuddin, who is their sister, plays um, Stacy, uh, Chandra Russell is Officer Turner. Lil Rel is on here. Kareem and Quincy Young play twins on this, and they are awesome, and it is funny. Um, it's still t- it's taking me a little bit to get into it this time because they're doing a lot. They're, like, moving around to a lot of different characters instead of centering on the main character that they normally do, the main characters. But it's still somewhat hilarious to me. So, And I just love I love the, the theme music, so I, I mean, I could just listen to that over and over. Anyway. So that's me, Southside. Yeah, I enjoy Southside. <laughs> Southside. All right. What do you have on your list next? Mo. Mo. That was that was good. Yeah, Mo. I hope they come back with another season. I hope they do too. Mo and what was the other one? Well, we'll so get... fall back, my G. Just we'll... stay together. Look, stay together. <laughs> <your list. laughs> well, whatever. Mo was great. So yes. All right. The next one I have is. Rap shit. Yeah. Rap shit. Um, starring Aiden Osman and Chameleon. And it is great. Um, Issa Rae is, I believe, writer and producer and all of that. And that it airs on BET Plus, I think, or something like that. But it is great. It only had one season. And hopefully they're filming the second season now because I really need to know what happens. All right. What's next on your list? Um, there was a new season of Rami. 
that came out. This you made me so sick. He only said that because I mentioned what he mentioned. Mo. Nah, it's okay. Rami was okay. Rami is awesome, amazing, great greatness. I think they're up to like three seasons now. This is the third season, I believe. It's a really good show. They're pacing themselves, but it's a really good show. It's it's well written, well acted. I really like it a lot. All right. The next thing on my list, White Lotus. That is my show. We talk about it on here. Um, and the second season came out this year, and it was amazing. Um, can't say too much about it because I'll give it away, but check out White Lotus season one and season two if you have not. It is amazing. All right, what else is on your list? Um, Blackbird. That was a good series. Ah, that is Blackbird. That's a good series. Series, yeah. Like that. All right, next on my list, Bam, Abbott Elementary. Mm. Amazing. And there's nothing else to say about it. Quinta Brunson, um, Tyler Williams. Sorry, that is like, that's my show. Um, so, yeah. I think I'll that's everybody's show. That. I was going to say it last when you asked me, but I just went to the Blackbird to let you live. I know you mm-hmm, Yeah, one. okay. Okay, got you, got you. What's, the, what's next on your list? The Patient. Ah, man, I didn't put that on my list. The patient is bananas. Steve Carell? It's bananas. Yeah, that's a good one. Is that, do you think that's, that's not coming back, huh? It's just, that's done. I don't know how they would do it, make it come back. Well, I could imagine how they would do it, but I'd be cool if it just ended like that. Yeah, I think, I think I would do. Um, next on my list, Ghosts with an S at the end. That is my show, um, currently airing right now, um, and I love it. So check it out. It's about an Airbnb that's haunted, but in a good way, not like scary haunted. Um, I think it's awesome, and you should check it out. What else do you have? Pieces of her. Oh, that you was did. On Netflix. You dug deep. That was that's good. Yeah, that was a good one. Hmm. It's like a mystery action a little bit yeah Yeah, putting together all the pieces of her that was a good one okay um next I have Fleischman is in trouble that was a great that is great it's still on right now I don't know what's going on the last episode um Mr. President fell asleep on a portion of it so um, whatever, but just because he was tired, not because it was not a good episode. So that is starring, mm. what is his name? Mm. I forget his name, but whatever. It has Claire Danes in it. I remember that. Um, and it was really good. He fell mm. asleep. He didn't like it. it. They, were exp- they, were, they were explaining Claire Danes, um, you know, what was going on with her during a time period that Who, she's Claire missing. Claire Danes is the blonde haired lady? Yeah. His wife. So what's the other, um... I forget. You keep asking me. I think you got, like, some kind of secret hate for her. I don't have any hate for her. But you always ask me her name, and you say, like, oh, she's from New Girl. I'm like, no, it's not. She just looks like her. Like, I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> she's been in a lot of movies. She was in another movie that I saw this year, um... The People We Hated Our Wedding. Oh, Yeah. She's a good actress. She's a good actress. You said what? You didn't even watch that movie. 
I didn't have to watch it. I saw the title. But anyway, she's a, the title she's a good when you were when you were going through it on the TV screen. I saw it. Um, yeah, she's a good actress. I'll give you that. All right. Um, That's all the shows that I have. All right, so I'll just run through the other ones that I have really quick. Um, The Power Universe, everything there except for Force, which is my least favorite, but they're all so good. Everything in power. Um, Wonder Years. Did Power come out this year? Huh? I don't think Power came out this year. What Power came out this year? I said the Power Entire Universe. We we watched um, Raising Canaan. Oh, yeah, Raising Canaan. BMF as well, which is not part of Power, but I'm throwing it in the Power Universe since yeah, it's there. Yeah, um, We watched that. And I don't Rising remember. Canon is my shit. Yeah, I love that. Um, Wonder Years. I love Wonder Years, and I needed to come back because it makes me happy. It's one of those things I don't have to laugh out loud, but I'm, like, cracking up on the inside. And sometimes I do laugh out loud, but um, there's some type of nostalgia with that with that show and I just I really love it I really do I like one of yours as well um Snowfall Snowfall came out this year it too? did though we were watching episodes this year and it's coming back for the final season um soon well this is this upcoming year I'm gonna start making my list early and checking it twice yes alright go ahead um also The Shy I love um I don't know what's gonna happen or how it's gonna twist and turn I think they maybe have the final season coming up too, but I do love the shy. So I feel like they're going right back to the shy. They're going right back to where it took off when the other guy got kicked yeah, off the show. Yeah, I think they're going full circle. It might be the last. I don't know. There's a lot of different. There's a lot of character development there. So instead of it just being the core people from beginning, there's like a lot of different ways they can go, and they it's it's been interesting. So I like it. And then this one wasn't like a. TV series necessarily, but we watched it and it was crazy. Don't pick up the phone. Um, which was insane. 18 year old. Well, this, this particular, um, things around, it centers around an 18 year old girl who was strip searched in, in a McDonald's office. Um, by a and there was a serial sexual deviant. So really it's, it's, it's around the offender. Not any of the victims. Yeah, it's yeah, it's around there. She's just one of the one of the many. She's one of the many. There were like eighty of them, which is just weird because this person just calls random fast food, but not random, but fast food places that are like in these small towns. Pretends to be a police officer and tells people to strip search and do sexual things to the people that work there, and a lot of them did it like ridiculously like ridiculous but anyway it was really sad and weird and just odd that that can even happen um but yeah but i thought i'd mention that i mentioned that because buck told me to mention it when we were watching it It was like that would be good for the podcast so i went ahead and mentioned it but i don't want to go too deep into it anyway watch it it's actually a true story so watch it and see how weird our world is anyway so that's all I had on my list. I also have a list of um, albums that kept, that were released this year. Yes, that I would like to mention. I'm going to hand that over to Buck to do so because I'm really bad with the albums and what's released, but he's amazing yada, with it. Yada, yada, yada. No yada yadas. Go ahead. Yada, yada. 
no particular order, of course. Poppin', please. Go ahead. The Liz, too. Armani Caesar. All of these albums have replay value to me. That's what I'm going on. Albums that I've listened to multiple times. Okay. Uh, the Liz, too. Armani Caesar. Uh, Coup de Gras. Ransom and Rome Streets. Okay. Uh, King's Disease 3, Nas. Okay. No Rest for the Wicked, Ransom. Okay. Uh, Zygeist, Elzai. Hmm. God Don't Make Mistakes, Conway the Machine. Okay. The Elephant Man's Bones, Rock Marcy and Alchemist. Okay. Kiss the Ring, Rome Streets. Mm-hmm. Food for Thought, Shade North. Okay. Mr. Universe, Killer Priest. Okay. okay. Killer Priest. Uh, Beyond Belief, 38 Special. Okay. Six Ring Chant, The God Fahim. Okay. Another Ransom Joint, Ransom Stays Busy, This Life Made Me. All right. Uh, the Yardfather, your old drool. <laughs> nice title. All right. That's all I got. Okay, I'm gonna add Beyonce on there because just because he 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 hates. Um, that's the one album that I've played um, over and over and over again. So I'm gonna add Beyonce's new album on there. All right. Um. Well, that's all we have for today. Um, health tip of the week, sir. Health tip of the week is my, as I suggest to you, to research the benefits of baking soda. Baking soda has a lot of internal and external uses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just check that out. And I would suggest to apply it to your life some kind of way okay baking soda so everyone check that out um health benefits of baking soda um all right time for the closing remarks the last closing remarks of 2022 um learn to love who you are while striving to be a better version of you each day don't base your actions solely on your emotions try to find principles to live by and base your actions on those Aim to be a good person and then stick to your word as closely as you can. You cannot please everyone. So just try to be good and everything else will work itself out. Anything else, sir? Strength, love, and blessings. Always and always.